Hi, this is Ray. You're listening to the DU Football Show. I'm the only P1 supporter that matters. Fuck you, Taylor. Go Manchester United. I forgot about that coming in hot one from Ray. That's right. There's real beef there. It's also some real beef with uh, Baby Yoda and producer Mel, too, over the eggs bit. Because apparently... What? Yeah, apparently when producer Mel goes out and eats eggs, it's breakfast with the fucking niece. When he does it, he's a fucking monster. That's a deep cut. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great day, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Bramby. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show. A completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, filling in once again for Mr. Graham our fellow gooner in charge, Mr. Rob. Rob, how you doing, buddy? Hey, beautiful. Hey. Hi. Oh, you're the beautiful <laughs> one. You're, you're the, you're, you're the uh, Olivia Giroud fucking doppelganger with I the can't beard. Help and the... beautiful. You know? <laughs> We're recording at Studio H just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with your footballing friends. And should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Rob, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Yeah, you can find us on all the socials at DU Football Show. And if you want, you can send us an email at dufootballshow at gmail.com. Haven't gotten any in a while, guys. Send, send some emails. We want to hear from you. Like, we, we, we always love having you guys chime in. Even if you don't want it right on the show, just uh, send us a message. Say, hey, I'm still listening. I like your show. Y'all are awesome. We like to know that. So Rob doesn't work in the wine and spirit industry, but I do. And we both have a deep, passionate love for all this, all things distilled spirits, namely whiskey and gin. The two of us really like that. Here, here. We also have a, uh, a unknown, most people don't know this, an unknown love for cheap Mexican beer. Yes. We really <laughs> yes. like, both of us really like cheap Mexican beer. Amen oh. to that. Like, I always say that, you and I look at each other going, where, yeah, like, is, where is he, he going, going with this? <laughs> <laughs> The consummate professional, what can I say? So is the red-blooded Americans we are. We vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Rob, what are we drinking this week? Yeah, we're drinking Michter's American Whiskey. Um, it's a small batch, quote-unquote, American whiskey. It is uh, aged and used barrel mm-hmm. barrels, uh, bourbon barrels. Uh, comes in about 83 and a half proof, and you can find on the shelves anywhere from about 40 bucks. So Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's like... I think I got my bottle was like 42 or 43, yeah. something like that. But yeah, uh, it, we haven't done uh, any mixtures yet at all, any of their whiskeys. And I've been wanting to do one. Yeah. And honestly, I, I like their bourbons and I like their ryes, but I really love this whiskey. This is such a great whiskey. Yeah, uh, like I was telling you earlier, the, some of the reviews I was reading is uh, most of the reviewers are saying that you know, it has to be labeled American whiskey because of the federal regulations or whatever, but it's a bourbon. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's what it is. It's, yeah. it's just not aged in new, new American yeah, oak. Yeah. Hence, you have to call it an American whiskey. And we were talking about this before the show. Uh, the classification of, quote, American whiskey has always been kind of dumped in with kind of like cheaper whiskeys, right? So like early times. Why is early times just called an American whiskey? For every... For all purposes, it's a bourbon, right. but it's aged and used Jack Daniel Jack barrels, Daniels, yeah. so you have to call it an American whiskey. Well, there's no real classification before the, like in, in Italy, before there was the super Tuscan classification, there were these $100 wines that were getting 100 points because they didn't have a classification within the rights of Italian wine. They were called Vindatable, so table wine. Yep. Table wine, <laughs> Sasakaya, hundred point, hundred dollar bottle of wine, table, table wine. Yep. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and I've, I've talked about it on past shows. There'll be eventually, I think, a classification for kind of the funner whiskeys that are being created that don't necessarily fall within the regards of bourbon or rye. Right. Um, great example, uh, High West Campfire. It's a third bourbon, it's a third rye, and it's a third single malt uh, right. Scottish whiskey. Right. Well, that is not cheap fucking early times. Nope. That's it's a good fucking whiskey. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a $70 yep. bottle of whiskey. Like, it's not inexpensive, and it's not cheap. It's good. Right. But it just goes under this classification of American whiskey. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I, I would say one final thought is, is as people go and look at the whiskey section in their in their liquor stores more or look at what's on a back bar in a restaurant, um, don't just live in the box of bourbon rye, bourbon rye, bourbon rye, bourbon right. rye, right? right? Like there are some great, now we've already talked about wheat whiskeys. I've t talked about it at nauseum. The Journeyman Buggy Whip Wheat is a top 10 whiskey for me. Right. I right. fucking love it. Um, there's a lot of great American whiskeys in those categories. Oh, who's getting a phone call? I, I turned it off. It was my mother. I uh, didn't realize I didn't have it on mute. Did you want me to take it on the show? No. Quick, quick, quick shout out. Do I need to, to throw it into a quick, box somewhere? Quick, quick shout out to a uh, show that I dearly love and look forward to coming back. Put it in the fucking box. <laughs> Put it in the fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> Except this is how I'm going to call Pat later and Graham later. So. Yeah. yeah. And then one final note. Yes, uh, please. This is for Russell and all the other people listening. Uh -huh. Drink responsibly. Hey, how about that? See, Graham, it's not that fucking hard, is it? <laughs> all right, kids, let's have a great show. Come on, clink them up. Cheers. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Mm. This is nice. It is. It's a lovely. Very smooth, soft, dare I say, slightly velvety. Mm-hmm. We had a couple of winners. That uh, the, the Jay Riegers, Kansas City, that we drank a couple weeks back. That was fucking lovely. It really was. All right. So, top of the league is starting to take shape. One side we expect to see there. The other one, although a big six side, a little bit of a surprise. Tottenham 2, Manchester City nil, Liverpool 3, Leicester nil. Uh, that was about as Jose as Jose could ever Jose a Jose. Yep. That's that can't is really put it better than that. Jose ball. <laughs> <laughs> yep. score, score early. Fuck you. We're parking the bus. <laughs> yeah. And, and I also like, uh, you know, not, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I, I remember drafting La Celso mm -hmm. and getting shit for it. Yeah. And I immediately fucking dropped him. Yeah. And now he's producing for him. Now, so that's you, cool. Yeah. And come, I needed I needed those points. Comes in comes in as a sub boom <sighs> scores. Yeah. Yeah. 
the first minute as well. Like he super sub. Yeah, fucking insane. Uh Son scores very quickly, very early. Um the the billion dollar defenses I now like to refer to them at Manchester City yep. completely caught at sixes and sevens. Both mm-hmm. center backs paying all their attention to Harry Kane. And then very simply, Son runs right behind, ball straight on, completely yep. on sides, easy put away. I just I schoolyard stuff from yeah, it was fucking a, it was from a city. Great vision for um Dumbele. That <laughs> that ball was I mean, he had just gotten the ball, made a turn, and literally, I, I think they clearly have worked on it because mm-hmm. he knew exactly what Sun was doing. Yeah, put the ball right on his foot. Yeah, it's um, it's funny. Mm-hmm. There's there's two type of players under Jose. There's the one that has shit talked about him and they crumble, and then there's the one that gets shit talked about him for a year, and then the next year it's like nothing ever happened and he's one of his best players. Yep. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> ballet, one hundred percent. All Jose did was shit on him last year, and now it's like, oh yeah, he's he's one of the first guys on the team sheet. He gets out yep, there, gets yep. it done, fucking just every time, kind of crazy. The um, <clears throat> pardon me, the city. It's so odd to look at this team right now because they have all the opportunity to fix any hole they need to fix with whatever amount of money they want. It's there. It's just whatever they need. And like I said, this defense, you put all this money into this defense and they just capitulate constantly. Yeah. All this, like, you can't blame it on John Stones anymore. He ain't fucking playing. Like, you can't. Blame it on Otamende anymore. He ain't fucking playing. You can't blame it on Fernandinho, who was playing out of position because everybody was hurt. You got the two guys you want. You got Laporte. You got Diaz. They're both pretty fucking good center backs for all things considered. Yep. Fucking shit in it. I mean, just boneheaded goals after boneheaded goals. Like, you just keep watching. You're like, how? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And you, you also have a a hell of a midfield that plays defensively pretty well, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and Normally pretty good winning the ball in the middle of the field. Yeah. I mean, and Kevin Bruyne had a pretty decent game, all, all things considered. But, uh, yeah, it, it was definitely a, a, a Tottenham show. There, there seems to be a blueprint now because this is what Southampton did last season when they beat City. Um, I believe it was 2-0 or 2-1. Um the one where Che Adams did the from like 40 yards out, chipped it up over Ederson's head. Yep. Park the bus and don't allow City to drive at you, right? Yep. That's the key thing. You like you can park the bus, but if you let them dribble at you, if you let them dribble to holes, they're gonna make you pay. Just don't give them any space to go to. Go, you have the outside and you have 25 yards out. We dare you to shoot. Right. And they don't shoot. Yep. And if there isn't the opportunity to have somebody touch the ball in the goal from six yards out, they they're getting figured out, yep, like yep. really getting figured out. Yep. And and Pep just signs a, a a new fucking deal to continue coaching the 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 club. I mean, I wonder if this is just posturing because everybody was bitching about it, or does he really want to be there to rebuild this project? Because it's gonna. I mean. It's talented. We still expect this team to be somewhere in and around the top five. We expect that. Hell, we expect them to be top four. We expect them to suddenly, and it start fucking working. Yeah. It isn't right now, but we expect it will. 
but it's, this is not a championship caliber team. Right. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, do you really do you really think Pep wants to stick around and rebuild this thing and do it again? That's not normally his style. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I'd call it a rebuild just yet. I mean, they have a ton of talent still, like you said. Um, is it just complacency? Or are they? It could be. Are they getting in their own heads? Maybe like, uh, I mean, they were at a point where they were hotter than shit. I wonder if it's all, um, if all attention is on Champions League for them. Just as players, is that where their brain is? Is all they can think of yeah, is maybe Champions League, Champions League, Champions yeah. League. Like that really could be it. Because I mean, l- let's face it. Other than Bayern was an unstoppable train, the team that should have probably gotten there to face them was City, and City didn't get there. Right. right you know, City yep. ended up losing to Lyon, which was just amazing. You got just kind of baffled. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I'm about to ask painful questions and I apologize in advance. If this was Graham, I wouldn't give a shit and I'd make him answer them. Oh boy. Um, Spurs for real. <clears throat> yeah. I knew that where that was going. Um, yeah. yeah, they, they are for real. Um, we talked about it a little bit before the show. Yeah. There's a, they're, they're serious. They're, Legit contender at this point. I uh, yeah, I can't help but think that. Yeah, they really they it's, and and I mean it's again. I'm going to throw salt in the wound, and I apologize if it was Sam. I wouldn't be apologizing, but I love you. You're a pretty you don't man. need to apologize. Um, <laughs> I'm a realist. It's it's Jose's second year. What does Jose do in his second year everywhere but Manchester United? Yep, he wins he, the league. He wins the fucking title. Yep. So this has got Jose written. They're they're listening to him. No one's fighting him. He doesn't seem like he's a relic. Like he he's commu- like because that's the only time we've really seen him play the ugly game, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part, he's been playing a very expansive, very open game, letting those guys have some joy. And I think in this match, he looked at him. He said, "Okay, boys, I know you're not going to like this, but we're going to play like assholes, yep. and we're going to be we're going to be mean, and we're yeah, going to play I mean- a tough, ugly game." And they bought in, and then they win which only then makes those players go, Jose's the fucking man. What he says, we got to fucking do it. Yeah, I mean, if they continue concentrating on keeping goals out of their own net, you're going to have Son score your favorite player. He's going to keep scoring. Harry Kane's going to find a way to score. I mean, they have a lot of people that... You you, you forget. Inspiration to the children. (laughs) Rob. It's all about the children. The children, okay? He's an inspiration to the fucking children. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just... the pieces are there. You you brought a funny question. You brought a very funny question to me. It's like, how does Deli Ali yeah. get back into this side? Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't. Yep. He doesn't. He's not needed. Um, it was very telling. And I, I don't expect you to have seen the All or Nothing show for them because um, I wouldn't watch one if it was about Liverpool, so I wouldn't ask you to watch it. But one of the things that um, Jose says in that, in that show to Ali is, you are a world-class talent and you have a terrible practice work ethic. Yeah. You are shit in training. Like, you're terrible. And Ali's kind of sitting there smiling, and he's like, that's not a compliment. Like, Yeah, yeah. Well, so I was telling you, I was listening to the two Robbies, and <clears throat> and uh, um, Arlo White was on, um, and he was basically, he, he compared it to the movie Full Metal Jacket, where Deli Ali needs... Uh, 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 he needs to be broken. Yeah, and he the, needs the, to be he the, needs to be private piled and hit yeah, with the fucking and, and the, soap bars yep. and the towels. And the yeah. real question is, 
can Deli Alley recover from that and become <coughs> a better player from that breakdown? Because he he's just not there. Uh, for me, he has PSG loan written all <laughs> over it because <laughs> yep. nobody's really held any accountability there and you can just go play pretty soccer and do whatever you want and you'll be a star and everybody will love you and they'll only comment on you when you don't win the Champions League. That's yep. the only time you'll be criticized. Outside of that, they don't give a shit to nope. PSG. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the perfect fit for him. Hey, come on. Why, why is Neymar there? Because <laughs> it's the perfect place for Neymar to do whatever the hell Neymar wants to do. Yep. Um, so moving on to the next game. Yep. Five legit real deal starters, right? Jordan Henderson, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Thiago Silva, the Dutch Tulip. Moment of silence. And then, thank you, and then... <laughs> Mo, Mo Salah gets popped for the vid. Five legit starters. This team is on the ropes. You're about to play the first place team who has been rolling. And you all the credit in the world. And this pains me to say, <laughs> you know who the fucking champions are because they kicked the shit out of fucking Leicester City. Yep. It didn't fucking matter. They kicked the ever-loving shit out of them. Yeah, and I, this is uh, one of those things that I think the international break actually helps Liverpool stay, you know, fresh, if anything, because, you know, uh, Vardy's not playing international. Barnes mm -hmm. didn't get called up. So I think maybe they just, uh, maybe too much rest, and they were just off of it, and then yeah. uh, Liverpool just fucking brought it <laughs> to them, man. They, I mean, okay, fine, first goal is an own goal, but... That didn't matter yeah. from the opening bell. The minute that game started, that was a wave of assault from Liverpool and, and just Leicester had no answer. This, yep. this reminds me exactly of the January game uh, back last season when it was like, Oh, if there's a team who could beat Liverpool at home, this is the team. This yep. is the team. Yep. No, no, nope. <laughs> no. Even, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, just an absolute ass whooping. Yep. Um, Diego Jota, fucking Swiss Army knife up top. Yeah. He uh, played in... You know, first first yeah. Premier League player to score in his first four home games mm -hmm. in history. He's he been... Fits like a glove. Popping in for Firmino, then starting to pop in this time for Sala. Yeah. I have no doubt that if Mane goes down, he can go pop in on Mane's side. Yep. Like, there's no need for Shakiri or Origi. You don't need... Nope. Like, you nope. don't have to worry about using them because yep. Jota will play wherever the fuck you need him to, and you could then rotate everybody, and then Klopp doesn't have to bitch about his team playing too many games and being tired. Yeah, they hit the jackpot with him, man. I, I mean, it was, I, he's charismatic. I, the people love him. <laughs> Even uh, Klopp said that he's better than he expected him to be. Like, you just... There was... So you, good. You saw that there was talent at Wolves. You didn't know it was this. Yeah, right. Like, right. you were like, oh, okay, they're getting... You know, when they got him, you're like, okay, they're getting a really decent player. You know, this is probably... You know, they didn't get Werner... They really wanted Werner, but they weren't going to pay the out clause. Right. So they got, this is the Werner light. No, this is completely different. Yep. This is a guy yep. who is plug and play wherever you need him to go and fucking getting, getting, getting results. I mean, the goal was gorgeous. It was a yeah. great, yeah. gorgeous cross from Robertson, right to right on the head. I mean, back of the net. <clears throat> and then again, tough to say, but good on Firmino. He's been plugging away 
trying his damnedest to get a goal, fucking puts one off the post in this match, and then finally gets one. Bro, he's he's on my fantasy team. And when I saw that, because that was before he had had the header late, later in the game. Right. And I just was like, you know what? This is my fantasy team. Like, you just can't fucking score points. <laughs> and when he missed that, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, damn it. And then he finally put that one in late. Um, Alan and I talked about it. Uh, I, he gets a lot of guff from Liverpool supporters because it's because he has on each side of him, 20 goals and 20 goals. Yeah. And he ends up with, you know, like five goals and eight or nine assists and everybody's kind of like, Oh, we need more. Well, you understand 20 and 20 happened because he, he is a, yep. like there's so much attention brought to him that there's channels that open up so that those two guys can run into the box and pretend to get tripped and dive and fall and get a penalty called for him. But that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, how much of a setback do we think this is for, for Lester? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, we were talking about it earlier as well. The, the whole Brennan Rogers effect and, what I think it really matters on on what how he approaches this this next week. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you see another lackluster performance, they're definitely in trouble. But I, I don't think you will. I mean, well, fortunately, we'll fortunately, they're playing Fulham. All they need to do is foul them in the box like crazy, yep. and Fulham won't score. <laughs> Even early in the season, there are must-win games. This weekend had a few teams that were in that scenario, and a couple of them did it, while one of them failed miserably. Brighton 2, Villa 1, West Ham 1, Sheffield 0, Burnley 1, Palace 0. We're talking about Villa, right? That didn't succeed in that? Well, no, no. <laughs> Villa, Villa actually didn't need the win. Like, they, didn't, they did not need to get the win. You know who needed to get the win? Fucking Brighton. Because yeah. Brighton had been playing really good ball, but they were finding themselves short end of the stick, and they needed to win an ugly game. And you know what? Villa was the better side the bulk of the game. They really were. But Brighton figured out a way to get the fucking W, which yep. they needed to do desperately. No, we just kept figuring out how to not <clears throat> score goals, but get really good attempts at it. Um, how about fucking Danny Welbeck? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way. Yeah, no, you picked him up in fantasy. Valuable. Yeah. Yep. Waiver wire. As soon as that happened, he yeah. goes, yes, fantasy points. <laughs> <laughs> Valuable fantasy points. He even said that during the Everton points. game, like the one guy. Decora Reeve. Yeah. yeah. So my so my three strikers, my second round pick, Gabriel Jesus, got me my two participation points. <laughs> well, back in Decora Reeve. <laughs> Score me fucking 13 points. <laughs> That is the beauty of fucking fantasy football. Yep. That's how it always works out. Ooh, I see uh, some uh, beautiful Malort being poured over there. Who's I know. I thought that? I was going to let you pour it since I poured yeah. your shot last time. You but can do You, can do you know he has a heavy hand on the pour. And well, he, I knew he, you'd be nice to me because yeah. I made sure to pour some back in the bottle when I ever poured for you. <laughs> I'm actually disappointed that it's him, not you. I think he's only doing it so he doesn't get abused in the morning. Yeah. Oh, you want to look at that? That is where, not. That's where, perfect. It's that where, where the, the line fucking, goes. No, it is where the fucking tails are. Is where the fucking line goes. Um, I would well, say if your team didn't suck, you wouldn't have to worry about it. <laughs> something God, I was hoping Arsenal would lose too. Yeah, something they, 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 they should have. But we they didn't did win. Not. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> did 
well, actually, and we'll get to that game. Did yeah, anybody yeah. did anybody really win that game? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not even in the draw sense. Like, no one won. That, everybody lost that one. Yeah. The Anthony lose, Taylor won that game. Yeah, precisely. The loss of Barkley unfortunately showed something. Oh yeah. How important mm-hmm. that guy is to the lineup. Yeah. Because the minute you lose Barkley, everybody goes, okay, go pay attention to Super Jack. Yep. That's all we got to do. We'll play Hack a Jack all day long. We yep. don't care. And they did. They <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah. You know, now in in, in nothing against uh, 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 Bernard Triori, who came in for him, the mm-hmm. uh, the Leon transfer, he actually had a fairly decent game. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, Villa's got to be kicking themselves in the pants. They had a lot of very easy opportunities to score, and they had one that got cleared off the line. Yeah. And just, it just, mm-hmm. I, I, again, I, it's not so much holding it against Villa. This was a must win game for, for Brighton. Yeah. The, the way that the season has been going for Brighton, they were dangerously close to being at that bottom part of the table and being sucked in, and they needed to get a win. They fucking got it. Like that's really where that's kind of the the point of this segment is is looking at teams that need to get the win. They fucking get it. It doesn't say they're safe from the from from the woods, but at least they're it's a fucking reaction. It's three and, points, yeah, right? I mean. And and we'll get to Sheffield in a second. But then you look at Sheffield, who still hasn't fucking won. Yep, they've mm. scored four fucking goals. Like they're like. They're in real fuck trouble, yep, right? Yep. Like at least Brighton for a week goes fuck. At least we got a goddamn win. Like yeah, yeah. we know how to win a fucking game. Let's uh, talk about the penalty that got recalled at the end of the game. This was uh, fuck. Who was it? I'm messing up like crazy right now and completely blanking. I'm not even gonna save you. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Because um, I Trezeguet. don't remember. Yeah, it was Trezeguet. <laughs> Trezeguet makes a cut through into the box mm-hmm. and then gets uh, clipped by Sully March. Mm-hmm. The ref on the pitch calls it a penalty. penalty yep. Then automatic, because it's automatic, every penalty gets reviewed by VAR. VAR says, hey, maybe you want to go take a look at this. Mm-hmm. He goes and takes a look at it and reverses his decision. This is not VAR's fault. VAR did exactly what it's supposed to do. Nope. It reviewed the penalty and then went back to the ref. Here's my issue with this. And I felt that it was a penalty because (sighs) the ball did hit March a little, but it wasn't like March deflected the ball. It's it's not like March won the ball and went through the man. He barely touched the ball and then swung his leg through the man. It should have been a penalty. Mm. Well, he kicked, he kicked him. I don't know, know, man. I have, I have a hard time with it because I feel like it was also a, very super soft foul. Right. Well, and, and well, and then here's if the, it wasn't out inside the box, it's true. not a it's not a foul. Okay, fair enough. Does but here's the thing now. <clears throat> when that happens to Sadio Mane, and it will, we know Liverpool. Will yes. will the ref have the courage to then go, no, 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 Solly March, because guess what? Liverpool plays Brighton next week. So when Solly March does this to fucking Mane next week, which it will happen, it will happen. Does the ref have the courage to go, well, he got a piece of the ball, so no penalty? Or does he go, no, no, it's Liverpool, fucking penalty? Like, Well, if it's Michael Oliver again, we all know what's going to happen. That's my issue within it. So we can't go screaming fuck VAR like crazy because in this instance, 
VAR did exactly the job yeah, it was, it was supposed to. This way, is yeah. the referee's interpretation. And I, I think there'll also be, we're going to get into it later with a, with another couple calls that yeah. it, it's not VAR's fault. It's either the way the rule is written or the way it is being interpreted by the referee. But VAR is just bringing it to the forefront. Right. Um, Mel, you can't escape it any longer. Do you have no, anything you want to add? And no, uh, I mean it was it was fine. It was a very frustrating game. So frustrating. <laughs> um, and I mean, you guys had scoring opportunities. Yeah, we I just mean, didn't capitalize on better it, side. and it's fine. You were uh, the better side, clearly. It yeah. seems that we only play as good as the team we're playing against, and this was one where I was convinced we were winning. Um, unlike every other game, I thought we weren't going to win. And it's the only one that the Sports Power Index had. So far this season, the only one the Sports Power Index favored Aston Villa. Eh, fuck it. All right. So I, I also think there's, so real quick, there's uh-huh. uh, sweet poetic justice in this game sometimes. And For losing after, to freaking Brighton? After, no, no, no. Let me finish. Okay. After, I believe it was right after they called that, not, not a penalty. Right. Somebody cracked. Jack Grealish, hard. Oh, yeah. 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 Real hard. <laughs> it felt good. It felt good watching. I fucking hate that man. Jack got, Jack got fouled like 46 seconds into the match because I was, I don't know why. I I'm telling that. you, we're coining it Hackajack. <laughs> that's, that's right now. Um, That's one of the show title in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Hackajack. Hackajack. Hackajack, wave of assault, or super soft foul. But um, all of those together makes um, a very dirty mad lip. So, so stop avoiding what you have to do. It was so frustrating. So, as you say, so frustrating. I will say the second line that he says as you do it. Okay. <laughs> In your method explodes. <laughs> Anybody seen Beer Fest? You know that bit. <laughs> Sam Graham oh, will not. <laughs> she almost threw that shit up on your brand new board. Okay. So as you're saying that, I know it's coming, but the way you say it always makes me laugh. And so I'm doing the shot. He so says frustrating. It. And it's so I've so got frustrating. the malort in my mouth and I can't swallow it. <laughs> so frustrating. I can't swallow it. So that awfulness is just marinating on the back of my tongue. And in your mouth it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm thinking is don't come out my nose. It's going to hurt. Don't come out my nose. It's going to hurt. Did it make it any worse or better? It made it so much worse and better at the same time. <clears throat> All right. So... Irons and yeah. blades, uh, this should be an O, oh, so that happened, but it's more part of the greater topic for me. Um, irons and blades play a flat-out ugly match. I mean, it just was not attractive football. It was not fun to watch. I was nodding my head off. I, yeah. it, was just, it was not a good game to watch. But, but, West Ham did exactly what they needed to do. They got the fucking W, right? Yep. I, I, I am now on... on the bandwagon. And I said this with Watford last year, even when Watford dug themselves out, I am a hundred percent on the bandwagon. Sheffield going fucking down. Yeah. Yeah. You, they have four goals in nine matches, four goals in nine matches. Say that again. Say that again. Four goals in nine matches. And they have zero wins in 10 matches. They are Oh, and fucking 10 for the season. This is one of those ugly games you gotta fucking win. Yep. And they're fortunate they can have a short memory because next week they play West Brom and they desperately have to win that. The problem is, is West Brom actually has a taste for a few points and they've yep. gotten a few. 
big fucking, well, I'm sorry, one point. They're sitting on one point right now. They had one tie uh, Sheffield so far. Yeah. I'm sorry, they're yeah. one, one and nine in all competitions. It just, uh, and then you sign a young talent in Rian Brewster from fucking Liverpool and it's an at-home game and you don't fucking start him. Yeah, he comes in in like the 65th, I think, or something, mm-hmm. something late in the game. Yeah. And it's a record signing fee. Yeah. Why, why do you, yeah. why, like, yeah. you've scored four fucking goals. Why is he not starting? Yep. Even if he doesn't score, who gives you, just let the fucking, it's, it's, it's a young, talented kid that you got from a fucking top fucking quality club. Let him fucking play. Let him fucking play for the love of Christ. Yep. Like, what do you have to lose at that point? I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm completely baffled. And, and Chris Wilder is one of those type of guys. I don't see them firing him anytime soon. I don't see Sheffield doing anything major to try to shake things up. Well, I, I mean, arguably they don't have a team for somebody else to come in and write the ship. Right. I, I just, I, I, you know, yeah, and, they're, they're in trouble for in, sure. In West Ham, I'm sorry not to really talk about you, but I mean, you won the game. You did exactly what you're supposed to do. Fabianski made a few good saves, you know. Okay, great. If you played that shitty against a better team, you would have lost, right. you know. Yep. Oh, for but, sure. But, but fortunately, you <clears throat> played the shittiest team in the league. Yeah. Good for you. Yep. And then turn around and look at today. Palace doesn't have Zaha because Zaha, uh, I believe, also popped for COVID um, or might have just been sick. I'm not 100% sure. So, that's allegedly, sorry. <clears throat> but Zaha doesn't play because he's sick. Burnley scores early in the first eight minutes, figures out a way to, you know, just Burnley it, you yep. know, pack yep. it in, play old school Burnley ball. Don't let them, don't let Palace get an opportunity to score and find a way to win. Again, not a pretty performance like Brighton, but you got the fucking win. Right. Like Burnley is now out of the drop zone. If Burnley would have lost to Palace one nil, we'd I would be saying the same things I'm saying about Sheffield. I'd be saying about Burnley, right. absolutely. Yep, no, I agree. Yeah, they ended up. Uh, Chris Wood ended up getting the goal for uh, Burnley. I mean, it wasn't. It, trust me, it was not a very fun game to watch. And you know, for for Palace, I think you now discover precisely how important Zaha is and what he means to that side. Um, even if you have, because they had both Michi and uh, Bachu, Michi Bachuai and um, Jordan Ayew out there, and Eze was on the pitch, and yeah. Townsend was on the pitch, so they had plenty of talented players, but it ain't Zaha. And he, you got to be disappointed if you're Palace because this is one you figured you probably should have fucking won. Do you think they should be playing Benteke more? <sighs> no. I not, do. You know, I mean, Just because he's on my fantasy and he hasn't yeah. done shit. <laughs> There's a reoccurring theme for Rob. <laughs> my shitty fantasy team by yep. Rob. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rounding out the rest of the league. And, oh, so that happened. Chelsea 2, Newcastle 0. Man U 1, West Brom 0. Everton 3, Fulham 2. Leeds 0, Arsenal 0. Wolves 1, Southampton 1. Uh, Chelsea very, very quietly now sitting right around the top of the table. In fact, had the top of the table spot on uh, early on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, defense seems to be getting it right. The goaltender's bedded in. It just seems like 
suddenly Chelsea doing what Chelsea do and just consistently playing. Yeah, I mean, Frank Lampard said it best, I think. Uh, it's the most professional game they've played all year. Yeah. Yeah, it just... they And <clears throat> it wasn't like they had a ton... Uh, going on with, uh, I mean, Newcastle didn't really have much to offer. I, I still don't get why Almiron is not starting regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, Colin Wilson was out and Ryan Frazier was out. That kills you yeah, because yeah. then it's very easy for Chelsea. Just where's where's St. Maximone? Mm-hmm. Wherever he is on the pitch, make sure he's covered. Yep. There's and, and, nothing and else they can do. You are also right uh, a couple weeks ago about keep playing Tammy because. Mm hmm. Still scoring goals. And and I get it. It'll be when Pulisic comes back, Werner will move back to the striker yeah. and Pulisic will be on the wing. I expect that. But I really don't see the need to play uh, Havertz a ton. Use him in Champions League. You're playing Champions League ball, so and you've got all this depth. Use the depth there, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Let let Giroud play Champions League ball. Let him start every fucking Champions League game. He's, he's right. a more than capable striker, you know? So he's beautiful. Yeah, he is beautiful. He's a very beautiful man. He's got mm. an amazing beard and a big <laughs> meaty forehead. Um, but, and we, and we saw him from eight rows away and both of us went, damn, he is really attractive. <laughs> both Graham and I. And we also said that for uh, Andres Gomez too. Yeah, we both just a... went, we just both looked at each other and went, that wow. man is really, <laughs> really beautiful. That's, That's a show title contender man. there. Yeah, but did you go Demisdo? No, we did not say Demisdo. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't no Matty Cash eyes. Now, eventually, mm-hmm. we'll see them. We'll see, we'll go see a game, and we'll see Demise, and then we can talk about that. So, <laughs> the uh, Chelsea, like I said, it seems like everything's starting to click. The team's starting to come together. I think where there's a lot of people who bitch and moan about, you know, this would be Liverpool and Man United and Man City bitching about the heavy work schedule. You see teams like Arsenal and Chelsea and Spurs seeming to work it just fine. Mm -hmm. You know, they've got their guys who play Europe. They got their guys who play in the midweek. Some of their guys play both, but those guys, you know what? They're, they're workhorses. We expect them to, you know, and it, it seems to be working for them. And then this coming weekend, we're going to have a big one. It's going to be the old Jose Darby. It's going to be Spurs versus Chelsea. And that's pretty much for, for the bragging rights early on, you know, Yep. I think Chelsea's finally gotten the yips out of their system after those couple of three, three draws. Now let's see how they play against Spurs. You know, this is where you ask a lot of a young manager like Frank, how, how do you perform against Spurs? How do you perform against Chelsea? I mean, I'm against city. How do you perform against United? How do you perform against, you know, you know, uh, Leicester or how do you perform against say, you know, Everton, who's playing well, you know, like how do you perform against those teams will really ultimately determine it, but it, they're not giving up dumb points to teams. They shouldn't be giving up points. Exactly. To, which will be big. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Manchester United won West Brom nil in a game where, again, to quote what we said about the Arsenal Leeds match, a game where everybody lost. Um, it should have been nil nil in my opinion. Yeah. Well, and, there was yet another situation where VAR, where the ref on the field called a penalty. VAR said, hey, you should take a look at this. Ref took a look at it and then reversed the penalty. And this was Bruno Fernandes, which, by the way, if Bruno Fernandes is inside the 18-yard 18 bo- 18 box for Manchester United, instead of covering the ball, 
the defenders should physically pick him up and take him outside of the box. Because he's just going to foul somebody. It's what he does. Do not have Bruno Fernandez inside your 18. It's going to equal a penalty. And he gets away with it too with a, he caught Gallagher, but somehow caught a piece of the ball, like a small piece of the ball. And they say, well, he got the ball. So we're overturning the, if that was Gallagher on Bruno at the other end of the pitch, is that a penalty? And then a minute later, penalty called for a handball where the defender turns his body, his arms sticking out a little, but he's just, he's his, his arms tight to his, his arm is tight to his self. It's still a natural position, but his hand is a little off of his chest and he's turning and the ball hits his hand. The ref doesn't to protect his face because he's trying to block the shot. Right. And then cross. And then the ref who just looked at the monitor does not go look at the monitor and go, ah, no, absolutely. It's a penalty. Like just for pomp and circumstance, you walk up to that fucking monitor. Even if you have your mind made up, like just the, the aesthetics for that leads a team to be able to file a complaint and go, well, clearly he looks at the monitor when he wants to. And and, and he didn't feel he needed to here yeah. when clearly our guy's hand wasn't in an unnatural yeah, it position needs to be an all or nothing thing. <clears throat> and then it gets better. Yeah. And then it gets <clears throat> better because the soccer gods look down upon that foul. And that's when a, that's when a keeper makes a brilliant save. Yeah. And Sam Johnston had, uh, makes a brilliant save. Yeah. You had Bruno Fernandez having a seizure on the way up to the ball though. Right. And thus making Sam Johnston step off the line early. Yep. Retake goal on the back of the net. Yep. The keeper actually took to Twitter and talking about the match and said, why should the kicker, why should Bruno Fernandez be allowed to hop, skip, and jump before he takes a kick. Yep. And I would very much agree. I know the rule says I, you're allowed to do it. Yep, I agree. But if we are now going to hyper-analyze how quickly a keeper comes off the line, mm-hmm. you need to understand the only reason why he came off the line early is because Bruno Fernandez skips, before, jumps in the air before he kicks that ball. Yep. It, you're going to need to start to say, you can take as many small steps as you want, but there's no stopping, there's no pausing, there's no jumping, jumping skipping, you hopping, ne- whatever you, the fuck he was you doing. You need to go directly yep. through the ball and kick it because mm-hmm. that is him intentionally trying to make the keeper come off the line. And what's the repercussions for him is he takes the shot, the keeper makes the save, the keeper gets called for coming off the line. There's yep. no repercussion for him. The repercussion for him is, oh, I get to take it again. Because yep. if I scored, I scored. Great. If I don't, doesn't matter. Right. This... Definitely. Oh my God. It definitely needs to be looked at. I, I and I, I feel for West, I feel for West Brom. That, that should have been a point. It should have been a point. They played well enough. They deserved a point in that match. And, and Manchester United did not deserve to win that game. They look like dog shit. Yep. I agree. I totally they, didn't, agree. they didn't fucking deserve it. It was just yeah. em- honestly embarrassing. I agree. All right. So the early morning had uh Everton returning to form, uh, I don't want to get too deep. Returning to form? Yeah, because they fucking won. All right. (laughs) After losing three in a row, getting a win is returning to form. I don't know know about all that. You got three points, but Uh, it wasn't pretty. For me, me it was, it's very clear. They have to have James and Richie on the pitch at the same time. 
if they don't, they are a completely different team. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the 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 insertion of them means everything. And in, you know, I don't know how much of the match you watched. I watched the whole damn thing, of course. Uh, at about the 65th minute, you can tell that Hamas and Richie were on the other side of the well, were so on the other side of the globe, south of the fucking hemisphere. And had played two games the week prior. Yeah. Because by the 65th minute, they were both dragging ass and couldn't couldn't run. And this is where, I mean, Carlo Ancelotti saw that too and Mm -hmm. promptly took them both off. Yeah. Yeah. Which was surprising. Um, The Alex Awobi thing was a bit of a surprise, but surprisingly worked out well. Yeah. Putting him at right wing back, which seemed very odd, but... You know, he was directly responsible for the second goal, um, making that pl- that build-up play happen, and um, and he actually defended fairly well. It's not something I want to get used to seeing, but in the pinch, it worked. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Dominic uh, Calvert-Lewin is now scored ten goals, and all ten of them on the field of play. Not a single penalty to his name, mm-hmm. although one would say that his. Couple of goals he scored there were basically penalties. Yeah. All he had to do was put a body part on it. There, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think the first one was even his mm-hmm. knee. But but all of that means nothing. All of that means nothing because we have to talk about Fulham's ability to take a penalty or uh, lack of ability uh, to take a penalty. Cavalero's <laughs> lack of ability. Yeah, that was that was. It was a he, looked, he looked at the spot like it was the pitch's fault. No, you, you slipped. You fucked it up. So you had Mitro put one over the top. You had Lookman do the little uh, <clears throat> the little skip and jump and try to dink it and fuck up. And then you have Cavallero for getting left foot, right foot. Yep. Very easy yep. step towards the ball and kick the ball with your foot, not slip and fall. Uh, <coughs> credit to him for getting the second goal and making a game of it. But also Everton, too, once they made those subs and – ironically put in Tom Davies and uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson, they saw the game out. There was mm-hmm. nothing from Fulham after that. Fulham yep. really didn't have much, and the game got kind of, you know, it's what you're supposed to do. A top side of the table team gets an early lead, and you see it out. Right. That's what you're supposed to do yep. against the lesser side. Um, your match, mm-hmm. that was interesting. The scoring woes continue, yep. but it, you know, and I, it was funny. I looked at the starting lineup, and I was like, you know what? William on one side and Pepe on the other side is not a bad idea. Like that might, that might work because then Abba can just sit in the middle and try to score goals. And then both of them kind of play like dog shit. Mm-hmm. And then you make the sub for, for William at halftime. And then you bring in, um, uh, was it, uh, Saka then? Yes. And suddenly yeah, things are really starting to open up. And then Pepe has to go and, be a fucking well, so the soccer the soccer sub was after. Okay, it was red. after, but yeah. it was the one for Willock. I'm forgetting. Uh, Will, Will, soccer came on for Willock. Okay, the Reese Nelson came on for ah, that Willian was a, it. Was Reese Nelson before? Yeah. the red. Yeah, yeah, and um, and it seemed like there was impact to the game. Like it, you you looked like you were on the door. It looked like the goal was coming, and then Pepe has to go and be a fucking moron. Yeah, uh, just a boneheaded move all all around. Uh, I don't care how much somebody's antagonizing you. You can't obviously lead with your head and touch them. It doesn't matter how hard you do it. You put your head to another player's head and push. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how you do it. It doesn't matter if they roll around on the ground like a little baby. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. 
straight red, go directly to jail, have a nice fucking day. Mm -hmm. You're off the pitch. Like, how, how can you let yourself do that? Yeah. You know, and, and frankly, uh, uh, Timmy Howard after the match, very scathing of it. He was like, he needs to apologize to the whole fucking team. And yeah. Arteta needs to put him on the bench for a while because he, Pepe was the one who came out and said, well, world-class players have to play and we need to be on the pitch and we need to play. Right. Well, he put you on the pitch and then you did this bullshit. Yeah. Yep. So now you need to sit on the bench for a few fucking weeks. Not very world-class. Because sure. there's plenty of kids who have not bitched and moaned about not playing who clearly showed they had an impact on the match, mm -hmm. then guess what? They need to start fucking oh, playing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we could have easily lost that game. I mean, Vern Leno had <clears throat> a couple of ridiculous saves. Um, I know. Go figure. The vaunted Arsenal defense actually came through. Yeah. Defense yeah. looked great. Keeping looked great. Like, yeah. you shut them down. Uh, you just Leeds, can't fucking score. Leeds has got to be kicking themselves. They, oh, they, sure. they got to I mean, feel like they, they had too many opportunities. There for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's that's one they've got to be kicking themselves for. And yep. uh, I am sure Bielsa will have some very, very strong drills <laughs> for them on finishing this next week. Yep, yep. There will definitely be that. <clears throat> All right. Final one had Southampton and Wolves for the final game of the day. Uh, not as entertaining as I thought it was going to be. I expected this to be a really fun game, but a mm -hmm. uh, good little uh, story to talk about right off the bat. Who got that first goal, Robbie? Yeah, good old Theo Walcott, the uh, the former Youth Academy South Southampton kid. Yep. Got his first goal for his, uh, his childhood club. Yep. That was very good to see. And it, it seemed like, um, honestly, Wolves had the upper hand. McCarthy is... McCarthy is having a sneaky good season in the net for Southampton. Mm -hmm. It seems like every week you see him make two or three really, really solid saves. Uh, he had one on Potence. Potence was dead away on net, and he uh, blocks him on the near post. Um, then right near the end, Raul Jimenez puts one off the bar. Um, uh, Nieto comes through on the rebound, not off sides because he was already running into the play when the shot was taken and then right at the end, uh, unfortunately for my bet, uh, Jimenez has a head ball, a header that goes to the net, but gets called back for offsides. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I guess kind of what we expected from these two sides as far as yeah. where they're sitting. Yeah. I mean, I think you, I, I think you could make the case that, uh, Southampton should have won this game given the, their track record the last couple of weeks. I mean, they've had some really good games, uh, leading up to this match. So I, I think it's, it has to be a letdown for Southampton, um, in my opinion. I mean, they just uh, beat Newcastle, Villa, Everton. They drew Chelsea. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. I think you'd expect more of more than a draw out uh, of a, a Wolves match. Well, Wolves have also been, uh, you know, kind of a, they haven't been able to seemingly put together a complete game. Right. They'll have a really good half or they'll have a really good spurt, like, that last 15 minutes of the match looked like Wolves were going to take it over and win. Like yeah, they just, yeah. they owned it, completely owned it. And, and Southampton had no answer whatsoever, but it's let's see Wolves put together a complete project for an entire match, which is, mm -hmm. which just hasn't seemed to happen. But I mean, both these teams clearly are going to be battling, I think for European spots this season. There's no doubt about it. It's time to tell you what little we know it is prediction time. Um, 
We all missed, well, I think Pat hit, but I haven't been keeping track of Pat's shit. He has to keep track of it because he's doing so many bets. It's like a bet within a bet. It's like <clears throat> the inception of fucking gambling. It's fucking Pat right now. Um, but uh, the chicken hit, and uh, do we are we getting Mr. Graham on the phone? we got to see uh, how he did. I am. Apparently Graham is exhausted and hasn't done much as far as prepare for this segment. But I'd argue I've watched him during the show going, oh, shit, betting segment's coming up. Let me go prepare for it. Yes. So, <laughs> I'm not say- sure if it's accurate to blame his kid for this, but uh, we should have him on the line. Okay, very good. Hey, Sammy, you there? Oh, I'm here, buddy. Oh, yeah. So so Mel said you're uh, not fully prepared. This is different from you normally thumbing through your phone ferociously while I'm trying to fill for you as you pick a bet. Like, how is how are you any less prepared than that? I am fully prepared. Okay. I'm, I'm prepared. You know what? He's, oh, you know what? Yeah. Hey, Rob, why don't you go ahead and give your bet first? Let's have Sam listen to someone. Uh, I can't, you know, I can't do the prepared. show prepared. Thank you. Yeah. How about that? Sam's going to love this bet too, by the way. Okay. Go for it. I'm, right, my, here. I'm putting my hundo on uh, Tottenham to beat Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, it's plus 270. You know, I mean, I like the odds. That's not bad. Jose's in full flight right now. Yep. Well, uh, loving we, every second of it over there. Um, I think you would agree. We talked about the uh, about that match, and I said uh, that was a Jose that Jose could ever Jose a Jose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that big match, time. Just like Burnley, today, just like Burnley today. A couple of vintage performances this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I know that was totally a Burnley performance. It was including great. Arsenal. Boring, boring Arsenal. Right back. Yep. So um, bunch of cunts. Bunch so, of cunts. So uh, Vardy couldn't score for you, nor anybody nope. could score for you as far as Leicester was concerned against Liverpool. So that had you miss your bet. So what are you at? What's your, what are you now at? Minus what? Uh, you told Pat to take care of his stuff, not me. You're still supposed to be my admin. Okay, so I'll have to. I'll go back and look it up. You should be probably around the 500 range. Uh, no, I think I'm about 430. I think I'm down. Okay, so you fucking know. So next time I tell you what I your think. fucking money is, <laughs> fucking tell me what your fucking money is. I said I think. First, see, second, see. there's a record of you telling Pat to do this for himself and not me for myself. So Okay. Very be well. Be prepared, sir. Oh, Thank okay. you. Oh, I'm, um, uh, I'm, I'm any, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway. It takes, takes a month off. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't worry, anyway, Graham. I'll punch let's him get later. Back to the, let's get back to the feature. Uh, I am going to go full out that shit fucking crazy because I am COVID uh, fatigued. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, I have all sorts of red string and uh, uh, push pins all over my bedroom. And I'm going to go for a three way parlay with Leicester to beat Fulham, fairly simple. Mm-hmm. Liverpool to beat Brighton, also quite simple. And Tottenham Rob to beat Chelsea as well. Yeah. Oh my God. Me, that gave me the plus jackpot, my friend, plus seven, seven, seven on the three-way parlay. All right. That's very crazy. I hope Chelsea fucking rots them. Lucky number seven. I think that's going to be good. Tottenham's going to end up fucking me in the ass at the end. But it's a good time. So what are you going to do? All right. So, Rob, here's a reference you'll get and he won't get. As uh, Frank Black of the Pixies sung in um, Monkey Gone to Heaven, if man is five, then the devil is six. And if the devil is six, then God is seven. seven. <laughs> hey, is that is that that band that sang Mr. Brightside? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, jack off. I look forward. I, I thought I saw that on a playlist this weekend. Apparently, if you search Spotify, uh, uh, songs that get white people going is a public playlist, and Mr. Brightside is the first song on there by the Pixies. <laughs> no, by the <laughs> by the Killers. Killer. Oh my god. <laughs> Is this I a real, is this a real conversation? I, no. Why don't you take another month off, anymore. Sam? All right. So I'm looking. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to you coming back yeah, next week. This isn't a music podcast. <laughs> oh, I'll be there next week. Oh, I'll I'm, be there next week. Also, uh, check out our spinoff show, um, uh, Sam's Music Fix, uh, and I'll go through all sorts of wrong ass shit. Wow. Leave, leave all of that bullshit in. Sam, we'll see you next week in studio. Good, sir. Love you, bro. Peace out. Love you too, Rob. Bye. <laughs> no. Sam, go fuck yourself. No, I miss you. I'll see you next Thank week. You. Thank you. I was wondering if I was going right, to get bye. any sort of love. <laughs> love you too, Graham. Bye. All right. See you all later. Alrighty, that was really piss poor. All right, go ahead. Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, Mr. Pat is not going to be able to. Is, did he say he's going to be able to call him this week? Okay, excellent. Very I'm good. calling him right now. Lovely. Yeah. So yeah, Graham, just fucking Graham. He's Graham. You want me to play his music or just let him start talking? Oh, uh, if he's on, go ahead. Well, let's go ahead and give him his music. And now. It's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. How'd you do this weekend? Did you actually win? Yeah, yeah. I hit two or, th- uh, two or three with the Liverpool. That put me up uh, $85. Nice. Okay. So uh, what are you down now then? I uh, believe it is six sixty-five. Okay. Good enough. Good enough. So All it's right. a small grind back. Yeah, you, that's what you said. You were just going to pick away at it little by little by little. So what do you got for us this week, Killer? Uh, this week, I'm going to do the same, you know, just do uh, three straight bets, uh, nice and easy. I'm going to take Everton at uh, minus half at minus 112 to win 100 against Leeds. Um, I re- really like Southampton at that plus half goal against Manchester United. Southampton is on a tear right now. so I like that I think bet too. Yeah, so I'm going to do that for 100 at minus 130. And my last pick, I'll take the Spurs against Chelsea at uh, plus a half at minus 130, and I'll risk that to win 100. And uh, just, you know, if I hit two out of three, then then I'm happy. You are like, you are one of three. Rob and Sam, both Arsenal fans, picked Tottenham to beat Chelsea this week. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You know my rule. I'm... I'm never betting on Chelsea again. So. Oh, oh by, by, by the way, because because two Arsenal fans have picked it, by the way, you're fucked, Pat. That bet yeah, is not coming Tottenham's in. Losing. Chelsea's <laughs> going to be the spoiler this week. Yep, absolutely. Um, Excellent, brother. Well, then we'll uh, talk next week, and I hope uh, we have good news for you. All right, yeah, you guys have a good Thanksgiving, man. I'll talk to you next week. All right, you too, brother. All right, take it easy. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and get into mine. Your boy missed because obviously the goal for Jimenez got called off sides, but I'm still up a buck 20. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Robbie, are you aware? 30% of the time, it works 100% of the time. 
You've lowered it. I thought yes. it was 60%. Well, no, it's- Is that how bad you are? Uh, no, I legitimately I legitimately take track of my games and how I'm doing. Oh, and do, You're at 30% right now? And I do oh, the God. math. Last week, it was 38.7. Right, I legitimately right. do the math. So, well, yes, whatever is, works for you, he man. He is getting worse. All right. Yes, I am getting worse. Uh, that really sucked. Um, <laughs> this, this week, I am going to go ahead and take- what appears to be Burnley's bogey team, Manchester City, because Burnley likes to only get one goal scored against them by everybody, except for Manchester City, who they typically lose to four or five to nothing. Mm-hmm. So I am taking Manchester City plus three and a half at um, plus one fifteen. Mm. That which honestly, I even even with the woes that City has been having, it's Burnley. They mm. beat them like on aggregate between all the matches they played them last year, fifteen to one. Yeah, I mean, looking at that game, it'd be worth putting a dollar on Burnley. Yo, yeah, fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, you know what? That was a really shitty segment, but we're about to make <laughs> it, was it better. Really shitty, yeah. Re- we're about to make it better because Graham fucked it all up. You know why? Because we give you Kitty the, the Chicken. All right, so Kitty is back to her winning ways and is now four over five. So this week, I gave her Liverpool heading to Brighton. So Kitty uh, quickly jumped in the coop and pulled out her iPhone and showed me a picture courtside at the bubble with LeBron celebrating the Lakers' NBA title. How'd she get into the bubble? I mean, she's Kitty the Chicken. We need she, to stop questioning this shit. She got into the bubble and, like, nobody got into the bubble. I don't think chickens get coronavirus. Fucking testers were getting kicked out for fucking sleeping with basketball players in the fucking I don't bubble. I don't think chickens get coronavirus, yeah, just, so. Kitty fucking, that's how Kitty rolls. You know, it's a good thing this is, uh, no, I'm not going to make the bird flu joke. Isn't a chicken so, a bat? Like, same thing? Like no, wings, no, no. But animals? if this was, like, the bird flu, we might have to worry about it. See, I wasn't going to make the joke, but you made me do it, All so right. now it's your fault. Um, blah, 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 yakety schmackety. Okay, so Kitty showed me a picture. Courtside already said that. Uh, now we know, we know Mr. James is part owner of Liverpool. And so Kitty picking the Reds. Oh, that's it? Nothing more complicated to this bit this week? Nope, nice and simple. Oh, I appreciate that. They can't all be winners. <laughs> I was prepared for tongue twisters <laughs> or random flying and meeting and shouting stuff. It's, and just, it's, it's really great. In its simplicity, it still confused you and fucked you up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm all prepared for like something more complicated. But no, Kitty is uh, simply picking bet. Liverpool to win. A risky bet. Huh? Bit accomplished. <laughs> Well, you know what else is a bit, What's or it's a bit? not a bit. What? You know the whole rule of remembering to always gamble legally and responsibly. All right. So in fantasy, uh, Rob lost again. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> El- Elliot was a. Buzz we don't even need f- to say that. Fifty-four. Jesus. Um, Can I say something while you're looking that up? Yes. If y'all are not in our DUFC football group uh, on Facebook, you are missing out on some of the best shtick I have ever seen. All, all, all of the, all the memes. The meme war going on from uh, Mr. P1 himself, Taylor, has been freaking fantastic. So, uh, of course, Taylor did lose to um, lose to Mr. Graham. Even of course, though, he lost to Mr. Graham. Even I though, drafted his team. Even though in life, 
in life, Taylor won. Taylor we all know Taylor won. Yeah, y'all need to join the Drunkards United uh, football Facebook group just to see just the kind of the it's next level shit talking that uh, it's just to sit back and admire the artwork. So there was another tie. Um, uh, our boy Chris Firehawk and um, and uh, Kenneth, who's our Southampton guy, uh-huh. uh, they tied 29-29, so there was a tie in there. So um, what with, happens with the tie? Is there like a battle off? No, there's just ties. A meme off? No, it's no? like, no, it's just ties. That's um, bullshit. I hate but that I th- rule but in I soccer. I believe that helped get uh, uh, Chris out of, the, out of the bottom spot of the league. <laughs> um, another one worth mentioning uh, was Carlos Brow, Alan Brody. Yeah. Finally goes down. He finally lost. He's not loses, invincible. Loses to Big Dunks Love Train, forty-four to twenty-eight. Welcome now, to the sewer, kid. Now all of this <laughs> means all of this means nothing. Why? Because right when I was saying about please email us, we haven't heard from you in a mm-hmm. while. I get a fucking email from Taylor. It's like from down under my taint. He just knew. He knew, and he wrote a text. Was the email about your taint? Uh, I'm confused why you brought that up. Might be, kind of. So apparently, Taylor hangs out in Sam's taint, and so the Wi-Fi is pretty good down there. And so he must be eavesdropping on tonight's recording and got the bad signal to send an email. (laughs) (laughs) It's a place of protection. Mike Rogers is not welcome there. Um, (laughs) Complete, total, and utter (laughs) bullshit. Scowls and throws my security blanket to the ground in disgust. Pulls thumb out of my mouth. This week was bullshit. Anyone knows anything about football can see that. I mean, the refs withheld several obvious calls. While maybe not necessarily accurate, would have benefited my team. And you know, you you know, you know, if if I would have been allowed five substitutions, which is more benefiting for a club of our stature, things would look different, a lot different right now. Plus, I don't understand how 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 you are expected to play so soon after our last match two weeks ago. It's so unfair. And that wind, that fucking wind. Oh my God! How are you supposed to play in those conditions? Never mind the fact that Sam Graham didn't even water the fucking pitch at halftime. If if you don't see why that was detrimental to my chances to win, you obviously don't know anything about football. Whatever, man. Whatever. I just hope the pro Arsenal agenda enjoys next year in the championship while they have been lucky to have had the honor to play a team such as mine. Thrust them back in the mouth, almost chipping my mail order veneers. Picks up my whoopee from the ground, dragging it behind as I storm off into the tunnel. I don't know who to give a golf clap to with that one. Taylor for the email or, or Sam Houston for the, read. for the read. Good God. We just give them both like some snaps. Taylor, sometimes I just get you, brother. Sometimes I just get you. Can we, can we go Holy back to the, 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 the Drunkard United page? Mm-hmm. So I need to call out John S. All okay. Right. He's a what fucking up? asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Otis, Otis Anderson. What do you do? Nickname. What do you do? This is a fresh, fresh meme that he just posted about eight minutes ago. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's a picture of. <laughs> oh, I forget his name. Uh, Rob, Rob Schneider. Rob, Rob Schneider. You and, can do and it. And the, the water boy with Mikel Arteta's head behind him. <laughs> and the caption is oh, no. August, win the FA Cup and Community Shield. September, win their first two Premier League games. November, 11th place, no league goals, and an open play for 476 minutes. You can do it! It says, oh no, we suck again. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> 
right, pretty, that's pretty brutal. Good, John. brutal. That's pretty good, John. All right. So that's going to about wrap it up. Robbie, any parting words for us? I, I don't. I just <coughs> need to go down to the pits and find my uh, fantasy team to be relevant <laughs> again. Hey, hey, hopefully you don't come in last place yeah. because they come in last place. We're now going to, uh, we're going to oh, go ahead and make fuck, a fan duel. Fantasy golf. Yeah, fantasy yeah. golf. I think that'll Good be thing brilliant. I like golf. Yeah. It'd the, be the, brutal though. What'll be brilliant is just that you have to write up a recap every week on the Drunker United FC page yeah, so we can all shit on you as you write it, yeah, which no will worries. be brilliant. But you know, so. my parting words are thanks for having me on again, guys. Absolutely, it. buddy. Always it was a great pleasure. to have a lot, you. A lot of fun. Great to have you. Okay, well, that's going to uh, wrap it up for this week, boys and girls. It's a good Next. thing there's more. Yeah, there's more. Yes. Where can is there more? Where can we find where Drunk we United find on more? This is normally where time. I lead it to you, but go yeah. ahead, Rob. Tell us about Injury Time. You can find Injury Time for you know the people that subscribe to this, like myself and like Sam Graham, mm-hmm. at uh, patreon.com backslash show. Lovely. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right. Till next week, everybody. Bye. Fucking new button!